Can you get these things off me? Did you get those things off me? Yes. Thank you very much. Kill him. And just as we're all getting on so well, kill it. Look, I, I don't want to stand on protocol or anything like that, but couldn't you at least do the dumb thing and take me to your leader? Wait! Wait! Are you in charge here? I am. Thank you very much. You saved my life and I'm a doctor. What are those things? Wolf weeds. Weeds? What, plant weeds? Of course. Specially grown in the Lady Adastra's nurseries. Good Lord. If I were you, I'd introduce her to geraniums before it's too late. Welcome to Into the Time Vortex Podcast. We're talking about Doctor Who. We're doing a classic episode called The Creature from the Pit, 1979, written by David Fisher, who we just heard a couple days ago passed away. So this is sort of like a little... Uh, unintentionally, though. We uh, didn't realize when we picked it that he... He died unintentionally? Well, no, we didn't know that he was going to oh, die when we yeah. picked the story. And, um, it just happened. And we get to rip into his episode now. So I am Ken. Jeff. Julia. Creature from the pit. Sucked. Jesus. Yeah. Um, the story doesn't make all that so much there's, sense. So there's this distress call that uh, comes into the TARDIS, and then they land uh, the Doctor and Romana, who's apparently another Time Lord, land and discover a giant eggshell that's emitting the, the signal. signal yeah. And... They get captured and brought before Lady Adrasta, who's the ruler and prize bitch of this <laughs> planet. Uh, That's and, one way of putting it. <laughs> and so the, the Doctor and Romana are trying to discover w why, um, you know, what's going on. Why they keep sacrificing people to the pit. Why not? It's there. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, this was terrible. Um, I have to say, they must have had the temperature cranked up really high in that studio because there's a lot of scenes where you see Tom Baker and he's like dripping, dripping sweat. Yeah, his hair's wet. <laughs> his hair's wet. I'm like, I guess the BBC found some extra money for heat that that day or whatever, because <laughs> he was like sweating. It was like I was like, damn. I didn't notice that. The first episode, especially. Yeah, when they're looking like, at the eggshell, that he he's just like it was very noticeable. Like yeah. he's sweating buckets. I didn't notice anybody else particularly sweating buckets, but you know he's got on well, a scarf, and a coat, and a hat. He having withdrawals from drinking because he would always go to the <laughs> BBC bar up on a couple floors up and be up there with his drinking buddies and <laughs> so he could be like detained or whatever. <laughs> so sweating. um. This is, story didn't make any sense. A okay. lot. David Fisher, this is not his best. Of the four that he wrote, this is... I thought, I thought to a degree this story made more sense than Robot because the motivations were like, here's a, here's a creature that comes down and says, let's do some trading, and the woman was like, yeah, I don't want to do that. I, I mean, I guess, I guess it makes as much sense as any other, but um, I didn't mind that too much. I... I, I Remember not liking this episode and thinking that this was a bad one, and every time we talk about bad Doctor Who, sometimes this rolls off my tongue going, The Creature in the Pit, remember? Along with Horns of Nine and the whole season, kind of. But um, when I was watching it, I, I wasn't as mad with it. Um, I, I thought there was some good stuff in it. Tom really? Baker still, I think, does a really good job. He still has this... The, although I have to say that scene at the beginning where he kept looking over at the wolf weeds... I, you know, it's like once or twice 
it's kind of fun, but he kept doing it, and it's like, you know, and they would move and stop, and then he would turn away. Well, it was the Graham Williams era, and they more or less let him do what he wanted. Yeah, well, I don't think that was him, but maybe it was, I don't know, but it just, uh, you know, that's the sort of humor that if it's in the new show I make fun of, so I better make fun of it in this one, but um, I like the one where he goes, uh, like, the egg has been really warm, so maybe someone tried to fry the egg or something like that, and... You know, someone said, you're being facetious or something like that. And he's like, he's right, you know. <laughs> and it's that, that humor. And this is a really prime example of everyone really is serious. Like Trasta and all this. And he's just kind of making fun of everyone. And they're just kind of getting mad at him. And, you know, you're making fun of us and stuff like that. And he's just like, yeah, you know. And, and as long as it's not overdone, I, I like that. And I like that all the doctors, especially, including the new series, but... You know, when I go overboard on it, it's like, well, okay, enough of that. It was... It was way too long. Yeah. Yes. There was way too much repetition of basically the same thing. They get caught, they escape. They get caught, they escape. They get caught, they escape. It's fine. Do it once, maybe twice, but we don't need to have seven times of doing the same thing. And the, with canine and, you know... It was just... Yeah, they did the same thing with K-9 trying to escape. He shoots the guard. And it was just way too long. My favorite scenes were the one, were the ones in the pit with the astrological guy. Yeah. I don't know who he was. I can't remember the character's name, but... Uh, but I can't pronounce it. He was very funny. Yeah. Amusing. Not funny, but amusing. And... Reganon. That's it. Um, the the, the character... The, the, Creature? <laughs> <laughs> How about the when he's talking into it? He kind of yeah, that was the, the was scene that, that a lot yeah. of Doctor fans cringe at, and he's blowing into the uh, yeah the thing. The thing. Um, I mean, that looks like it could be that looks like, and I think it is a, a total Tom Baker. Just like I got an idea, I'm going to blow into this thing. He was blowing into it like it was like one of those. Communicator where um, you blow into it. Go, hello, hello. I, uh, it's not where but my mind that's went, not where but okay. Either. But I was I thinking mean, something I, I else. Think everyone else kind of, but um, it also reminded me of the flying fickle finger of fate. You know the flying fickle finger of fate from the from Laughing. Never seen Laughing. I, I I watched Laughing, but I don't remember that it was. I remember that. It was the flying fickle finger of fate. I don't know. It was some award they gave out. It just reminded me of that. Uh, I barely remember that show. I'm older than you. Yeah, you are. Um, there was one moment when he said that the doctor had 90 lives. Yeah, I think it was just exaggerating. Oh. Well, then. And then he said he's burned through 130 of them. Yeah, just I think it was just a joke. Okay. Why did he have a mountain climber's hammer and mountain climber's picks and? latches for when he jumped in the pit. All of a sudden he's like, I know, I have these in my he's pulling stuff out of his pockets like he's Mary Poppins. One well, robot, he pulled out everything, so I mean, he, that's the whole point. Yeah, but he, he has just conveniently had well, it's, mountain it's climbing the, it's the, gear. What's that called in the role-playing games? It's a, he a, rolled the dice and got dimensional it. pockets where he can pull out anything he it's needs. It's like Hermione's bag and yeah, her Whatever you need to pull out. Yeah. and It's a plot. It's like the room of yeah. requirement, except it's the code of requirement. I thought that was bad. I, I didn't. I have. Um, his mountain climbing book is in Tibet. Is yeah. written in Tibet. Yeah. And then he's got how to speak Tibetan. Is it, is yeah, Tibetan. Like 
but he was doing stuff. He does that stuff all the time. Here I am defending him. More <laughs> in the Douglas slash Adam slash Graham Williams era than anything. There was a lot of um, Snow White um, and maybe not Snow White. Maybe it was Red Red Riding Hood. The Huntsman and mm-hmm. the Queen looked like she could have been the Snow White Queen. Yeah, there was a lot of fairy tale references. Mm-hmm. It didn't really go anywhere. Yeah, could have been developed. And then you got the better. the group that's stealing the metal. Well, I mean, <laughs> why I don't? Uh, yeah, that I whole thought the show was after ridiculous. Lady Adrasta got killed. I, 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 it's been a while since I watched this episode. I thought that was the end. It should have been. And, the and end. it just kept going on and on, and I started to fast forward. And then when the when the guy's stealing and stuff, because I thought it was a wrap up or whatever, and I'm like, oh yeah, wait a minute. And then the old woman goes and stabs him. Yeah, but I mean, and she's like, yeah, I want the planet to be destroyed so I can have all the metal. Yeah. So Eileen <laughs> Way. It doesn't like, make any sense. I'm serious. He goes, yeah, I'll take that chance. I want all the metal. Eileen Way played that character, and just for reference, she played the uh, old woman in the first Doctor Who episode, Unearthly Child. And um, she was old back then, and she was old in. She was born in 1911. Yeah. So yeah. Um, yeah, it just was. She's dead now. Yes. You think? She's quite dead. Um, there was too much of "I'll kill you, I'll kill you, I'll kill." Just kill somebody, and okay? Stop saying it. Do. She, she all she did was scream when she talked. Yeah. I, I like. I kind of liked her. I, I don't know. I had the. I don't normally. Well, you had a man crush on her. Like not a, it's not a man, but I, but I, 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 I don't think I ever had, like I didn't care back when I watched it, but I was watching it today and I was like, oh, she's kind of cute, you know. But uh, well, you are. Oh, she's probably the same age as you. She's not, she's not, <laughs> she wasn't old. She was like she's got to be in her thirties, right? That character or that actress at that time? I don't know. Well, were you in the thirties when you watched it? Yeah, but back then I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't care as much. Now I'll say this about <laughs> speaking of characters. I back then when when the Romana came out, I I loved Mary Tam. I did not like Lala Ward. I thought Lala she Ward was really was annoying. annoying in this one. She's annoying in this one. I've grown to like a lot of what Lala Ward does. When we watched her in Death, uh, De- uh, Dalek, <laughs> Destiny of the Daleks, I, I really appreciate her her character more now than than I used to. But uh, she's not. She's really bad. In this. In this. Why was she oh. annoying in this? Okay, nine. Oh, yeah. oh, K9! Oh, K9! It's like, come on. And K9, I... I I'm not a fan of David Brealey's Yeah, voice. David Brealey's K9, it's like, okay, just go on to the next season, please. <laughs> it's like, I don't care, it's a voice, who cares, but... No, it's not, not a very I would like one. K9 better if he didn't talk, I think. Yeah? They just told him what to do and he did it. Yeah, he was no, the this was She was really... Not that good in this one. She didn't do much. She just kind of sat in the sat in the background, and then she did the whole. When it was, you know, good boy, Kate Nine. It it just was, and I'm, I I don't blame the actress necessarily. I think that she really overdid it though on that. Was the way you, she was written poorly in this one. Yeah. There was some scenery chewing going on too. Mm-hmm. Tom Baker was definitely over the top in this. Very claustrophobic episodes, a lot of indoor stuff. Even when they're outside, it felt like they were indoors, which they were. <laughs> <laughs> they were all, it was all in the set. Yeah, I don't think there was anything outside. It was all on the set. It was all on the set. Yeah. Um, Very warm set. Yes, <laughs> yeah. apparently. So 
I'm not a big fan of those types of things, but I know like they they did it for years, and I guess if they do a good enough story, you you can move past that. But I thought Warriors Gate, most of it was in studio, and I, that was a better example. It was all studio. It was all. Scene. Well, they had a scene outside, whether in a garden or something, but that was. Mm, was that see all? Well, not CGI, but uh, green screen type thing. Maybe, but there was a scene at the end where where they're it's they're walking away. I think that was in a real garden. I think I don't think. That. Oh, maybe not. Maybe not. I thought it was. I always thought it was. Oh, I'm sorry. Wasn't it in black and white? It was in black and white. It was. Well, when we get to that. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> asterisk. Check that out when it when it uh when it happens. But um. Yeah, way too long. I was like, it could have been a two-parter. It could have been a two-parter. It really could have been. I mean, even it, because it just I think the six-parters are miles too long. This four-parter was just awful to watch. I kept thinking, oh, maybe it's only a three-parter. Well, it's got to end on this episode, right? Nope. During this season, when he was also writing part of the City of Death, he was having the reason he gave that up was for personal problems. I wonder if that affected this story too, because it just seemed like it was. Jumbled your escape, recapture, yeah. escape, recapture, and then they threw in at the end. Oh, there's a uh, the big giant green garbage bag people set. Yeah, that a was star like, to destroy on. the to s destroy the planet. And you're just looking like something. It seemed tacked on, but I could see that it was kind of like supposed to be like a little of, of an action ending because it didn't have a really good ending up to that point. It's like you got to have something. No, is at that point it they put the. The, the way that he talks on there, they find out uh, her guardsman there found out that she was that he could have had a trade agreement, and they. I mean, is that a really an interesting ending though? And I mean, yeah, it's, it's just, like just kind of like the story was had problems, or yeah, and they had maybe they added that on later because it came in short. Maybe I don't know. Because Astra got killed pretty quick in the yeah. that was like right at the beginning. The creature in the pit though. Believe it or not, compared to the rest of the season, it might be one of the best ones of the season. Oh my god! And there's some really stink. The Nightmare on Eden. Is, well, we watched. Did we do Nightmare on Eden? No. Yes, we did. I don't think we did. That's the one in the ship about drugs, with the mandrills. They go inside the the machine where there was mandrills and the and the and the environment and stuff like that. And I may have. Might have skipped that, that one out of my memory. Well, don't, don't, don't feel bad. Maybe a lot of Doctor Who fans have that one. That's a bad example, because that one's okay, but... The Horns of Naimon. Horns of Naimon is... Yeah, anyways. And Shada. Uh, so, Creature of the Pit. Well, maybe it is one of the worst ones. Destiny of the Daleks. So maybe Creature of the Pit is one of the worst ones. I think it is, it's just... Yeah. It was shorter. I didn't write about much about it, so that's not a good thing. <laughs> and that just didn't... It seemed like it was mostly a story full of filler, and you're trying to figure out what they could have easily figured out what the creature was a lot sooner. Well, I mean, the show does that all the time. I mean, you mentioned six partners like William Hartnell and stuff like that. Some of those are really bad because they, some of those were. I'm not saying they're bad stories. I'm saying they they're really bad in in that they escape, get captured, escape, get captured, and, and it's. Amplified well, a lot them, of so. the one six parters in the Hartnell Trump, and the reason there are six parters is so the main actor can go on vacation. Yeah, and so they would have an episode where either William Hartnell or Patrick Troughton won't be there because they're on vacation, but they'll be back to next week. They go on so, holiday. Yeah, they go on holiday. Not vacation. What? Whatever. <laughs> and then the companions, and there's even one where Jamie will go on. Fraser Hines will go on vacation, 
or you know. Well, he didn't. There was no vacation on this one. No, um, this little unfortunately. This is one of the. It's not the last six six parter, but it's getting close to the end of the six parter era. I think. This is that sees the shadow was supposed to be was the last six parter. If it didn't get. Was there any more six parters after that? No, because next season John Nathan Turner got rid of him. Yeah. So yeah, we haven't had any six parters after that. So this this was. Was this the last six part of this? This wasn't six. No, this wasn't six part. This was four. Oh, I felt like it felt like six. It felt like six. Boy, I'm not, I'm, I'm really. Shada would have been the last six part, but it was okay. Armageddon Factor. <laughs> so this is the last four part of that feels like a six part, maybe. Well, that you be the judge of I'll that. I'll be the judge of that. One of one of Nyman's not doesn't feel like a six part, but it it's bad. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's bad. Old Lord Nyman. Okay, wait till you see that one. Anyways, um, anything, say anything good about it? <laughs> Not really. Come just, on. just the little, just the little guy in the pit. The astrologer oh, yeah, right. guy, he was, he was yeah, amusing. Good stuff in that. He wasn't screaming, kill them. Hmm. Everybody was screaming, kill them. <laughs> all the time. That was all Even they said. Even the uh, metal scrap thieves were yelling, kill them. Yeah. Everybody was screaming, kill them, and nobody got killed. Well, people got well, killed. Well, no, the metal guy got killed. You know, it wasn't... A lot of guards got killed. Yeah, but they're the like... One the one engineer that structure. screwed up got killed. <laughs> yeah, Terry Walsh. It was just really, like really, pit, really <laughs> bad. <laughs> How many times did Terry Walsh's, Walsh characters get killed? A lot, huh? It's like five times in one episode, I think. I like the scene where... The fourth doctor is holding on to the edge, and they don't know he's there. And she just kicks some dirt down, and it's just enough to knock him into the pit. The whole time he was trying to, like, he was reading and grabbing it, and it was like a, a little piece of dirt comes and hits him in the face. <laughs> he's like, ah, into the pit. Falls down. Yeah. Okay. Where the other two people who fell in the pit got killed from broken neck or whatever, but he happens to land perfectly in the pit. And well, he was it. further down. Yeah. So, although it didn't look like he was that far down. Plus, he's a time lord. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. He can break bricks with his bare hands. <laughs> but then he probably had a thousand things in his pockets and everything. Broke his fall. Okay. That's it then. Future in the Pits history. Thanks for listening.